Episode 94. 9-4, uh, 9-4, 9-4. 9-4, we want more. 9-4, time to explore mm. our sexuality. <laughs> nah. Nah? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> time to explore. Nah, I'm all set. My exploring day's over. <laughs> um, um, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Like, 94 is really like, I think that's something to... To be happy about. Yeah. To be excited about. Every episode sure. I'm happy and excited. Still. Still. So that's it's awesome. But um what have we been doing this week? What did I do? I did I worked. Mm-hmm. And uh that's it. Mm-hmm. How about I you? I'd read some scripts for work. I uh scripts? posted TikToks. Yeah, for like so these scripts pretty much help you create a scenario with first sale by owners um, to try and just like get them as clients um, which is cool haven't made calls yet but just like practicing oh so they're like pitches yeah basically yeah pretty much um, I ended up getting this accountability calendar which is pretty dope it's from a uh, notion I actually should show you it it is something that's pretty cool but um what you do is you pay, I think I paid 20 bucks for it. And um, the way it works is that you put in the habits that you want to do mm-hmm. um, up to 15. And it goes into your calendar so you can like say like, all right, I did this habit, this habit, this habit. It'll show you a percentage of how many of the habits that you hit that you were trying to get. And then it gives you a graph of how many habits that you hit over like the month that you've been using the program. Mm. Yeah. So it's pretty dope. Um, it really helps me out because I'm an Apple watch user for that exact reason that like, yeah, I'm the type of person who I need to go see physical numbers and be like, all right, this is exactly tracking how well I've been able to keep my habits. So, mm. um, it was just 20 bucks or is it a monthly thing? No, it's just 20 bucks. He, you, you buy the, uh, you buy the software and it's not oh, yeah. like, Oh, you're buying a subscription. So it's like that for now, but is it an app? Yeah. It's called notion. Okay. Um, but you have to buy the software from this guy. So like I have the notion app. So like here, so I have like nine things I was trying to hit. Um, so I've haven't, I've only been able to, I've only been using it for like a few days now, yeah. but as of right now, it's been pretty dope. Um, what are some of the some of these habits for myself? Yeah, reading um, is reading one of them. Yeah, so can you access it from your phone, or yeah. does it just give you? Oh, okay. I can I can download the Notion app to my phone. You can't edit it, so like, uh, you can only edit it on like a laptop. on like you have to. So I can edit it on my computer or my iPad, um, but you can't edit it from your phone, uh. Yeah, but once you get the habits set, like, you got it. So I had, like, read, brush my teeth. I actually read yesterday. Um, brush my teeth, have to post a TikTok. And then one of them I have is, like, post three TikToks because that's, like, a bigger goal. Yeah. But I throw that in there, too, because, like, at the least I should be able to post a single. Yeah. And then, like, for a higher, like, one that I want to build as, like, a habit or a bigger challenge is post three. So I think yesterday I actually... I'd have to check, but I think I may have posted three, but, um, 
Yeah, so that's going Word. well. I might try that out. You should. The, I'll send you the guy's thing, um, and I'll keep running with it. There was like some quote I saw, or I don't know. I feel like it. It's also just kind of I've come to the conclusion in my life that like big changes don't happen like out of nowhere. They kind of start with like little habitual changes, small things. Like because if you if um if say you like clean your room and you haven't cleaned your room in like months, mm-hmm. that's gonna like give you a sense of accomplishment and you're also going to like feel good about your room feeling good. And that's going to like carry over in other places like, Oh, like maybe I'll clean up like something else mm-hmm. or maybe I'll like make more of an effort in this other area of my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like good habits kind of carry over into other habits and mm-hmm. then that's where significant change comes yeah. about where you look back like a year. It's like, dang, like I was cause like, let's see, for example, like with this, the notion, like say if I follow these and I hit, seven out of eight or like six out of eight of my habits yeah i'll look back from like months from now and be like dang like just keeping those habits i'm in a completely different place than i was right when i wasn't keeping track of it so yeah I definitely that's dope i'm that. gonna yeah i'll probably get that yeah um yeah notion the guy's name is mr notion on tiktok so mr notion yeah so that's been pretty good starting that up um which is dope. I haven't brushed my teeth today, though. I can get on that. Um, Gross. I know. I haven't either. We, like, just woke up, though. Yeah, it's literally the start of the day. Like, I'm just drinking coffee. I walked the dogs today, though. Sorry. I'm doing my fucking... Um, right. In other news, we're doing another book dump. Yeah. In probably, like... So, I'm not going to be here in two... Actually, I'm not going to be here next week. So I'm not gonna be here for two two weeks. episodes. Yeah, which is two weeks. Okay, we can work with that. But that'll give us a good amount of time to read our next book, mm-hmm. uh, the first and last freedom by G. D. Kirshner Murdy. Mm-hmm. Great book given to me by a great guy, mm-hmm. uh, my friend Joe, regular at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, really love the book. It's pretty. It's and. It's definitely denser than the last books that we've read. Um, it 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 takes a it's a little bit more challenging than the other ones, which is I like a lot. Most of the books that I've read before have been denser texts, more similar to this book, and it feels good to be challenged. I read a few pages yesterday on my way home, and I liked it, so I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Because at first I was like, ah, do I really want to read this book? Like, this is so dense. Like, all the other ones are so much easier. And then I read it, and I was like, all right, I do kind of like this. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be the next one. Take a look out for that. Um, I have been posting about our our setups to these books and reading them um, on my TikTok, Mm. uh, Always Francisco. But um, we'll probably have some things up on the DTMS. It's actually pretty difficult to be running a, to be posting and stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. But I don't see why not. Um, yeah, so that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, it had a lot of things we were talking about, and I've talked about on this podcast. If you've listened to a couple, you hear how I sometimes think that we're headed for World War Three, and. Uh, Sometimes it's like, am I being radicalized? Like, <laughs> is it like, is this from like, why is that? Is I, Am I being brainwashed into thinking that? 
But the thing is, is it's from a lot of books I'm reading, not just like media. What uh, was that other one that it was a uh... changing world order? Yeah. What was the name of the guy? Ray Dalio. Yeah, I knew it was like a EO thing. Yeah, which is he's a and he he's a massive hedge fund manager. I think he I think he runs like one oh, of the biggest he? hedge funds in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he uses and the thing about the reason why I respected that is because as someone who runs a hedge fund, you have to know so much about how the world works, like ex- externally and internally in the U.S. Yeah. Like how the U.S works with other nations um and just crazy economic knowledge yeah so in just how things turn because it's definitely like we're cyclical it's like it's a cycle um so really it's like a and you can kind of see where things are going especially if you look at our nation like we're getting kind of fat with debt like we don't really care about our people. It doesn't feel like that. Um, so there's a lot of issues. But uh, in the book, from what I read, the first few pages I read, what's it called again? The um, the first and last freedom. The first and last freedom. Um, yeah, so the few pages I read, it was when we were talking about this off of the podcast, how to really start a revolution, it has to start internally. And it's like people have to get to that point where it's like, you know what? Me personally, I'm fed up, not just mm-hmm. Mike's fed up. So I'm fed up. It's like, no, it has to be personal. It has to be on the individual basis. Each individual has to decide like it's time. Yeah. Um, and who knows how long it'll get to that point or what will be the final domino. Right. But um, it's really interesting hearing the same things in multiple books. Ray Dalio saying that um, our other <laughs> authors also saying that. It's going to take me a minute to remember this. I know. I only know how to pronounce the name because Joe said it so many times to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like oh, dang, how you guy. know this? <laughs> like, like that, the guy with the book? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Like, like I, the book, the cover is brown. So I'm like, the brown book. Like, the cover <laughs> with the brown man on it. There's a brown man in a brown background. Like, yes. <laughs> like that book. <laughs> um, But yeah, I like that the whole idea of like, because uh, he... In the book, I've read it already. I have to reread it in order yeah, to do like a thorough book dump. Yeah. Um, but one of the ideas is that like pretty much all conflict comes from like inner issues. Mm. Like some like if you think about it on like a micro to macro, like if someone in like great power really just wants like a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be conflict because of that because, like, he has so much influence. Mm. And he kind of talks about, like, how all war and conflict just stems from, like, people's inside issues. Mm. So that's kind of why the revolution needs to start from internal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it's a fact. It's definitely a fact. Um, Bear's got a lot of internal issues. So he's shaking? Yeah, he's trying to sleep standing up. Mm. You freak. Good. So, uh, like I said, the from notion I've been walking the dogs, and usually I hit them every day on a walk. You hit them on the yeah, walk, literally, beat them up. Oh my god! 
Yeah, You're confessing why. to animal abuse on the podcast, <laughs> on the podcast bro? Yeah. Damn. Hey, that's the that's first a, I'm hearing of it. If you go to our YouTube channel, that's what I said. <laughs> yo. Yo, if, if you subscribe to our OnlyFans, it's actually yeah. an animal abuse. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm coming for your dogs too. Subscribe. <laughs> we're coming for your dogs. Nice. That's um, a good that's a, we're gonna get some followers from that. Yeah, that's a call to action. Yeah. Um Whoa. They're called to action. Um, yeah, which is cool. Uh, I do want to talk about something about um, something that we talked about months ago when I came back from Maine. So this was about mm. two months ago, I think. Uh, I'm going to go talk- back to Maine. I want a lobster roll right now. I want to go back to Maine, too. I thought Maine was sick. Um, we were talking about OPEC uh, and how they raised oil the price per barrel just it was pretty randomly like the price for for oil was going down and yeah. OPEC pretty much had a they brought all their nations in um and for people who probably don't hear about these things it's the organization of petroleum exporting countries so it's pretty much read by Saudi, led by Saudi Arabia and they decided randomly that they're going to raise oil prices because they were trending downwards post COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally, Biden was upset at this and was like, this is so short sighted. Like, you don't need to do this. Um, and since then, the US has become the largest exporter of oil. So, the reason that this is so interesting and important, and why I started to believe that this was pushing, was accelerating us to having some kind of global conflict is because Saudi Arabia is also upset because they're like, oh, you guys want to export oil? And they're upset because the way that their relationship works is that the dollar and petroleum are super connected. So, and I want to show, I wish I could show you this photo, but this is pretty much how it works where the petrodollar, like, recycles and pretty much keeps the U.S. dollar afloat. Yeah. So the U.S. buys oil from Saudi Arabia. Okay. And in return, Saudi Arabia pays U.S. corporations for services and technology to extract oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then U.S. banks lend out these petroleum dollars to emerging markets. So they lend out money to nations that are have less, like Brazil. They lend out money to Brazil, yeah. whose dollar, whose currency isn't as strong so that they can spur global demand for oil. So these nations can grow more powerful, invest into education, into people, and those people will drive cars, mm-hmm. and those people will use gas, and Saudi Arabia will export to them. Other con- Then that's when the other countries will buy oil from Saudi Arabia. Then Saudi Arabia puts their petrodollars into wealth funds that invest in non-petroleum assets. Um, so that's like the U.S. Treasury um, and bonds, and that drives up the price of the dollar. So in this relationship, it's like they're standing on two legs, three legs. You knock one yeah. out. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why pe- it's like it. That's why it's a big deal because we're pretty much saying like Saudi Arabia, we don't need you. But it's like Saudi Arabia is like, yes, you do because that's what keeps the entire right. world going. Like. Yeah. The whole world used to be run on gold. Now it runs on the U.S. dollar, and all these nations are mad. Like, 
you shouldn't have that power. And oil. Yeah. And oil. So they're they're very intertwined. God, you just talking about that was like just made me think about like why the hell am I doing finance? <laughs> really? <laughs> like it just gets so con- convoluted. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe I'll re Hey. Respark my enthusiasm for it. Um, but yeah, so you you think there's going to be a conflict between United States and Saudi Arabia over this? I don't. I think that. Hey, come here. Go in the cage. About to be locked up. About to beat the shit out of you. On just pod. kidding. Um, we have new neighbors. That's new. Yeah. People they have dogs, too. I saw they had dogs. No way. Yeah. Like two sort of medium-sized dogs. Oh, kind of no. bigger. Really? Yeah. It's not good. I saw them outside yesterday. Oh. Okay. I thought it was you, and I was like, what the fuck? Not was, right. That's not Panda and Bear. Yeah. Um, Plus, it was a girl, so I was like, that's not Z. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, so maybe potentially, like the thing that about it is like, it something has to give because our nation's so much in debt. What? Think I'm gonna protect you? Damn. I'm your worst nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. um, Sorry. Our nation's in so much debt that. If the dollar topples, then the entire world's economy topples. Yeah. And at that point, like, there has to be a restructuring. Mm-hmm. And especially in emerging nations. Like, China has its own issues, but will it be strong enough one day to topple the U.S.'s hold? Like, China already joined BRICS. They're trying to find their own currency because yeah. they don't want... They, they're they looking at how the U.S. is, like, so much in debt. And we have so many internal issues. Which and is then Bricks, we're also Br- having external issues. BRICS is Brazil, Russia, China. Uh, I'll bring it up now. It was India. Uh, yeah. And, and um, South Africa. Okay. Brazil, Russia, and those India. Are like the emerging markets? Yeah. Or, five yeah. leading emerging economies. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. I remember learning about that like in 26... 2015. Mm-hmm. But I don't think China had joined yet. I think it might have been Brick. Uh, yeah, it was South brick. Africa. Joined. It was Brick. Yeah. It was Brick. It was Brick. And then South Africa just joined. Yeah, yeah. that was when we last talked about. It. That was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much what Bricks is is to try and combat the U.S. dollar because everything. Yeah. Every the whole world, instead of being on the gold standard, is now on the U.S. dollar standard. Right. And we're so much in debt and we just keep printing money. And the thing is, is we need to stop printing money and we probably should be investing in things that will actually give us an ad- a technical advantage against other nations. But instead, like, unfortunately, we're printing money to for covid relief or yeah. we're printing money for uh we're supposed to be uh, student loan debt. I think we're getting a uh, max uh, mass tax return. Like, if you filed electronically for your state return, mm-hmm. you should be getting some money back. Soon. Really? 
Yeah. I don't know why, mm. but my mom said she got some money. Okay. All so right, hopefully we the got some money. In your court, <laughs> I've been getting a few like come ups just here and there. One of them was the that check for oh, the yeah, apartment. Okay. That shit was dope. Just getting mm-hmm. a grand real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the U.S. dollar is definitely like the strongest currency. Currency there globally. is. Yeah. I mean, the pound kind of isn't it the pound that's yeah. like they're kind of the strongest. Might have been the um the euro. The euro was the one that was like combating the dollar. Yeah. Then they had their own issues and that was over with. Right. Um, I'm not sure, but but that's like not stable. Well, it like makes the global economy kind of unstable. Yeah, and I think that I was what was really making me because I went down a rabbit hole on it because I was mad because I was like, why is it that like? Because I always think that the majority of the problems that our nations have always boil down to energy. And that's like everything, everything really boils down to like the two most important currencies really outside of money. Like the actual most important currencies are one time and two energy. And that is like in a physical and like, like a mental way where like the most important thing for me as an individual is how much time something will take and how much energy it's going to take for me to put into it. Um, and that also works on like our macro economy where like how much time and energy does it take to do anything? Um, time we have no control over unless some physics, new physics come out and we can control time. Like (laughs) we had some new physics that came out said that distance was not a thing, but really energy is super important. And we have these nations like OPEC who can just control how much or how much money our energy prices are arbitrarily. Yeah. And it's like, we have no control over it. And it made me mad. Cause I'm like, if we invested in the things we were supposed to invest in yeah. where even, even today, I'll, I'll, I like, I want to say this because it's so it's not talked about at all where Tesla has, doesn't pay for advertising. They are not in a subsidized market and oil and gas are so huge that, it's almost impossible to re- like regulate them because they put so much money into our economy and so much money into our nation. Um, so it's, uh, it's impossible to regulate them. So for a new company to come in and not be a gas powered company was almost impossible. Right. Um, and that's with the resistance of our nation where we have a so much so that our president is saying that GM is the best electric car company when at the time in the quarter they only delivered 26 electric cars. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Whereas if we were investing in the things like Tesla or SpaceX like we were supposed to in the beginning, then we probably would, our nation would probably be a lot stronger than it is. Right. Um, so it's interesting. We're fighting over like oil and gas and producing it. I'm not saying that we got to do it. Hold on, he's going away. What the fuck are they keep barking at? I don't, I don't even hear anything. Come here, come here. Intermission. Yeah, just adjust it. Don't stop it. No, I think that it never started, bro. What? Yeah. I hit record. 
All right, minor technical difficulties and dog difficulties. Yeah, but but we're back. Still ready to go. And still uh, ready to go. We've had some takes today. Yeah, <laughs> we've had a couple <laughs> takes today. Usually, usually it's pretty smooth, and we just fucking send it. Go, but, yeah, uh, we just go. But today we had a couple takes. Dogs so. were whiling over yeah. nothing. Literally nothing. I didn't hear anything, like no. anything that made them start barking. No. It's annoying because like one starts barking and the other one starts barking and like they feed off each other. Exactly. And it's like and then it's also annoying because it's like I'm pretty much telling him not to do his job and he doesn't know anything else. Yeah. So it's like, wait a minute, like I'm not supposed to do my job. Like that makes sense, wa- though, because like Bear's the anxious one. So mm-hmm. he'll hear he'll start the shit. And then Panda will be like, yeah, fucking get him. Yeah, Panda's <laughs> like... Oh, we're supposed to be barking? I'm going to bark yeah. my ass off and yeah. I'm going to fucking run around and knock shit over. Yeah. So, um, it's a little annoying, but... Um, but it's all right. Siri's a bitch. Yeah, pretty much useless. I just don't like her tone. I like to put her in her place. I was thinking about... Because I am pretty disrespectful to my Siri. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just tell her to go fuck herself for no reason sometimes. Yeah. And uh, then I started thinking about, like, how AI might be a threat to us yeah. eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder you if, like, Siri, like, that. has a grudge against me because I'm yeah. such a dick to her. Yeah. So. Death with Michael Nolan. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, it's funny you bring that up. They're trying to shut... Uh, not Siri, but the other one. Uh, Alexa? Alexa. Yeah. That bitch. They don't like Alexa no more at at uh, at what? At Amazon. Why not? They're, like, they're losing money from it. Like I think Alexa cost them like, it's a lot of money. Why? Like, just like errors? It's Error? not, it's pretty much, it's not useful. Like you're not really going to use it for anything. They tried to really like corner the market for like your home. Yeah, um, like a smart home stuff. Exactly, but it's like you have to buy all this hardware. Yeah, to make Alexa useful, and then the other thing is, is that product to product, it doesn't matter. Like I can't. What's annoying? I can't. It's so not useful. I can't go tell Siri like, hey, like, open Spotify and play this because Apple doesn't want Siri to be doing things like that. But it's like, why you not? Should, you should because yeah. it's you. They want you to use Apple Music. Oh, okay. where it's like they're not gonna have you do that. Can with, you do anything with like external, like non Apple apps? No, with, with Siri, it no? won't work on them. So in Alexa, the same way, exactly. So it's like you're trying to create this thing, but it's not very useful. I just got those smart light bulbs that I need to get a lamp for. Mm. That should be cool, though. I guess. I don't mm. know. It's just like it all comes down to convenience. Mm-hmm. In price, it just doesn't make sense. And for most people, the convenience and price just doesn't. No. I'm buying it for this amount, and the convenience is pretty low. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's definitely um different. And now people are having issues with Apple again because of that, where the third-party apps just don't get any respect. So Elon, naturally, new news with him on Twitter. Uh the apparently Apple threatened to delist Twitter from the app store. Um, Elon claims that he doesn't know why uh, yeah. he tweeted that out, but his issue is that, uh, that Apple takes 30% of 
the cut for being in the app store. So when somebody downloads your app from the app store, 30% of that goes to Apple. Um, That's stupid. So this already went to court with Epic Games, because remember we were talking about that almost a year ago now, about Epic Games having Fortnite in the app store. Mm Mm-hmm. And all the V-Bucks were more expensive because they had to pay Apple 30%. Right. Um, so they ended up taking Fortnite off. So there was no mo- mobile gaming on Fortnite. That was a pretty big situation. Um, and now something similar is happening with Twitter. So we were we were following it, trying to figure out, well, is this like a... It, it seems to me really like a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The judge claimed that because it could be, you can download from somewhere else that it's not a monopoly. But I think that's kind of, that's a little bit much to me, I think. Yeah, that whole, I don't know, it seems confusing. Everything you buy has to be a little bit more to pay Apple, pretty much. Yeah. That's from the Twitter side. Apple's like, that's what you have to do. The sovereignty of our Apple work, like everything that we do. It's like kind of stupid. Yeah, fuck Apple. Mm. So we'll see. Twitter's still alive and kicking, though. People claimed that it was going to die like a week ago. Twitter. Nah, it's not going to die. It actually has gone up in users. Probably, yeah. And people it's are like, like publicity. It's like the same thing where like people get canceled and then they like have more followers. Exactly. And people are like, because the thing about it, too, is like, this is how Elon's run all his companies. They. I don't know if we talked specifically about this where he's firing so many people because you only have 10 to 20% of people who do 80 to 90% of the work. Yeah. And if you get rid of those people, then you can build a stronger base. Right. So yeah, those I like first his format of like just streamlining everything and like kind of being more selective with the people he brings on. Yeah. And you iterate quickly. You iterate, fail, iterate, fail. But then you'll get that home run of a of an idea that or a home run of a uh like you'll hit the home run and then you'll have a better product yeah Uh, he did that with rockets he did that with teslas um so i think something similar will come from twitter i don't know how it's going to look or what exactly they're going to do but i think it should be a strong company at some point it's just a lot of eggs are going to be cracked i feel bad for the people who are going through that with the layoffs and yeah. working ridiculous hours. But we got to say, yo, it couldn't have been like looking back on it. It couldn't have been sustainable. There was way too many people talking about, I just started at this tech job and I do nothing like yeah. posting videos. Like today is Wednesday. Did you park on this side? I think so. It's Pe- the people are parked on this side, though. There are a lot of Fuck. people parked on this side. This is the fifth Wednesday, though. Oh. Okay. So I don't know what happens. I don't know either. And I forget where I parked. Mm. You parked up the street. I went off. I thought I saw your car. Was It was on the right side? It's on this, it's on this side of the street, okay. yeah. Word. Um, Yeah, way too many people talking about, oh, yeah, like, I work at this tech job, like, and I don't really do that much, and, like, yeah. I get paid a ton. That couldn't last forever. Um. I don't know if if Twitter was first, but it is in a huge run of tech layoffs from Google. Um, Meta, I think, laid off 11,000 people. Yeah. Um, and now tech in general feels like it's too it's too stagnant. 
I'm sure we've all seen it. You, I felt it. Where like my iPhone's the same. Like it yeah. feels the exact same. The Google phone looks exactly like the Apple phone because yeah, they think oh people just keep buying these products, but it's bloated and they don't have to pay to iterate on anything or create any really groundbreaking right difference because it's like all right well it sells. I didn't get the iPhone update. Did you? No. No. Did it have anything to do with like your data or anything? Uh yeah, I just I feel like it's gonna slow down my phone, so I just didn't possibly. It. I don't know. They do that sometimes. I mean, I think they just like from. I mean, I don't have it, so I haven't been able to like look at all the changes. But the notable changes is like you can have like multiple home screens that you like can uh, swap yeah, between the widgets and stuff. Yeah, and you can like change where the clock is, mm-hmm. and uh, you can edit text messages. Yeah, which is which is something like that's something that. Android users have already had for years. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's pretty much like Apple's at the end of its life cycle where it's like, all right, like right, we're going to iterate and give you something actually different, something new. Um, yeah. I think that's... I think uh, that Elon and Steve Jobs are in the same position of where they are in the trajectory of their companies. Well, they try and bring them to the top and iterate and they're really hard on the people who work for them but they create damn good products so yeah. elon's alive though yeah but that's pretty much all iterations stopped at apple like rest yeah. steve jobs sold but that's really what happened um yeah ever since the five the iphone five came out and everything else has been pretty much the iphone five right pretty much Still a useful, like, I love iPhones. They're, Me too. They're good. They are. But there's some things that are annoying, like when editing the videos for the podcast. Right now, it's done on the, the recorded from iPhone, and then I have a computer that I edit on, but I can't directly transfer yeah. the video from my phone to my computer, and it's not seamless or easy. Right. I'm sure we could just send it directly to your laptop. Um, airdrop it or some shit yeah something very simple easy but it's like i shouldn't have to go buy another product to get this done you know um yeah so it's kind of annoying but i understand um i have one this seemed like a kind of like uh thing that like people should know but might as well bring it up because uc berkeley did like a study on it so the story was about scientists discovering secret to waking up alert and refreshed this is from berkeley news um but the main thing is okay simple prescription for how to best wake up each day one get substantial exercise the day before Two, sleep longer and later than you typically do. Three, eat a low-sugar breakfast rich Mm. in complex carbohydrates with a moderate amount of protein. Mm. And then four, pay attention to your body's glucose response after eating. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was cool that someone, like, broke this down. I mean, it's been broken down in, like, a lot of different ways, and there are, like, a ton of different factors that mm-hmm. come into play for this, but I think the three main ones are, like, exercise, nutrition, and, like, amount of 
amount and quality of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird that like they did a whole study and like that's <laughs> that's what they got. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we've already figured that out. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of the things that we figure out are things that like we already know, but like slightly yeah. But then different. like scientists like decided to do like an actual study on it. And yeah. Like oh no okay so sci- it's actually scientifically proven. Yeah. So. It's really, I think a lot more things are connected than we think. Yeah. Like, in in a very complicated way. Like, very complicated way. Like, I thought, like, I sort of recently, probably within the past year, figured out that, like, eating late disrupts your sleep because your body's still digesting mm-hmm. while still you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. I don't know why I never thought of that. Uh, but I've definitely noticed that when I, like, when I eat later... Mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. i mean uh, if it's like a steak or something it is like something that's harder to digest i'll wake up feeling like shit pretty mm-hmm. much um what was the other thing like screen time mm. like playing video games right before bed that mm-hmm. can also like Keep make it up. make it harder to sleep because yeah. you're so much stimulus mm-hmm. and your brain has to like adjust um there's another thing. I forget. I don't know. But quality sleep's definitely super important. Mm. And this is just about waking up alert. But it doesn't say anything about like sustaining energy throughout the day either. Mm. So it's not like a fully uh like fledged out study, I guess. It's mm. just kind of about like, oh, I want to wake up with energy. Mm. Which is a good start for sure, and then I think it all falls down to nutrition throughout the day. Oh, the exercise! Exercising too late too, because of your heart rate, and that'll fuck up your sleep too. Mm. It'll make it harder to get to sleep. Mm. No, it's definitely interesting stuff. Have you been sleeping? My sleep has been great. Nice. Ever since I got my new bed, no complaints about sleep. My neck is having issues because my pillows are just like not doing it. Yeah. But like my sleep has been good, which I'm happy about. My old bed was like my back would hurt. I don't wake up in pain anymore. I don't wake up like oh my back. Yeah. Did you awesome. uh did you notice that you were getting better sleep once you started exercising? Um. Because you like sort of recently started exercising, exercising again because of the injury. Yeah, I had so I did tear my Achilles and I was not able to do anything i just had to sit around um then yeah but that was also because of pain i will say the the exercising more when walking the dogs and stuff has helped a lot yeah um myself and them especially for like just mental health issues like problems like just being outside helps a lot yeah um and them being tired helps a lot so and that's good stuff yeah, I feel like exercising definitely allows me to keep more of a steady, uh, consistent sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, like, days when I, like, when I'm in, like, the routine of working out all the time and then I, like, don't work out for a day, I find it, like, really hard to go back or to go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. I, like, my body is, like, expecting me to expend this energy that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh but it has no, like, outlet to do it, so. Yeah, like, even now, I'm a lot stronger. I want to go shoot around, Dan, like, start shooting. 
Yeah. To like be outside and move and stuff. So I want to do a boxing class. Boxing would be fun. There's a boxing gym like 15 minutes from here. It goes to Gold's Gym. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. They do boxing classes, though? Mm-hmm. Weird. And steroids. A lot of steroids in that gym. Oh, nice. I've been looking to try steroids. Mm-hmm. Everybody I know who, like, does, uh, like, people that I follow are all like, yeah, steroids runs the industry. You got to be on steroids or you're not trying. Uh, that's pretty much Which it. industry? Just bodybuilding? Or like Just like the fitness industry. Yeah. Like everybody has to be on steroids. Yeah. So I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Or something. Some comedian talks about like how baseball was whack once they like started Taking testing people back. for steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody's hitting home runs out yeah, the park. Yeah, like when they had uh, Barry Bonds and yeah. shit just fucking sending them. Mm-hmm. And Mark McGuire. Honestly, like, yo, make it, like, so that there's levels to it. So if you're in, like, the lower, like, the minor leagues, yeah. have everybody in there be like, all right, you can't be on drugs in here. But if you perform crazy, yeah. then it's like, all right, you now you have the right to use steroids <laughs> in the majors. Let's see what you could do. Yeah, now that we know <laughs> that you're a freak, now we put you on steroids to really see what you got going. Because that's what dudes say, like, oh, why don't they use steroids in the Olympics? Like, yeah. everybody used the same set of steroids. I guess it could be seen as like a slippery slope. Or they just make a different league, like the, the steroids league. SMLB. <laughs> where everyone's on steroids. Yo, honestly, if you if you start if you have enough money for this, I really do think you're stealing some of the market. Where if you cater to fans Yeah. And you do something like that, I think you can create a successful league. Cause there's some small time league like I think uh this guy, a husband and wife, bought a small time team. It's like the banana boats or something like that. <laughs> and uh they bought it for two hundred thousand. Now it's worth like hundreds of millions. Really? Yeah. So it was a small league. They bought it for a like I said, two hundred. And um they catered only to fans. So like you have a certain amount of time to get pitches out, and then like in between innings, I think like you can put a point on the board if you can have like one of these people like it's something weird like uh that sounds cool that sounds like my type of baseball i mean it's way more it sounds fun. like efficient baseball yeah oh i forget the name of it i'd have to go look for it but it is really more efficient you gotta yeah. pitch faster you got a certain amount of time to swing like but people love it yeah and i think uh the stand oh you know what it is you uh you get a meal too but all the all the guests, or like yeah. All so the, when you, with your ticket, you get like a hot dog, a soda, oh fuck and yeah. something else, or like where you get the fuck a is beer. this? I go I watch this. You get like a beer, mm. just with your ticket. So like, can I swap the beer for a second hot dog? I'll, yo, I'll ask the people. Honestly, there's a chance. <laughs> like, there's a chance they really cater to the fans, yeah. and um, fans love it. Hmm. I'm done. I check that out. I kind of want to go to New York again. Mm. Short like. In the near future. Because mm. I want to go to the comedy cellar and like see comedians there because the tickets are like 20 bucks and mm. you see like actual comedians like New York comedians that yeah. are like famous as fuck. And comedians who are trying to like those those New York comedians are like, this is it for me. Yeah. Like, I better be funny right. or I'm not eating. Plus like Chappelle or like fucking Seinfeld could drop mm. in, which is cool. Yeah. Like that whole. Like, Yo, do you funny. know what Jerry Seinfeld's real name is? What? 
Take a guess. Um, I don't want to be racist. What do you think it is? Um, Honestly, you're going to be racist in the wrong way, I feel like. What do you think? I don't know. I give up. Take a guess. Um, James. That's what you were thinking when you were thinking about being racist? Wow, softcore. No, That's not DTMS. I'm backing out. <laughs> nah, what were you going to say? I'm exiting. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, no, I'm trying to think of just a Jewish last name. Like uh, something with a Steen in it. So, no. His okay. real name is Black. What? Yeah, it's Black. It's just Black? Nah, it's a, it's a Black name. What is it? Jerome. Okay. <laughs> Jerome's as black as it gets, bro. Like, if you told me Jerome Seinfeld on a, I would be confused. His name's Jerome. No, it's not. Yes, it is, bro. It's Jerome. <laughs> Jerome Seinfeld, bro. All right. Because it would be Jerome Seinfeld, I would assume that it would be a black person on paper. Because there's some names on paper that, like, Jerome Johnson or something. Jerome Smith. I'm like, okay, that person's probably black. Jerome Seinfeld. No way. Yep, you're right. <laughs> yep, Jerome Seinfeld. Jerome Allen Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerome, bruh. What like, the fuck? That is black as hell. Yo, Jerry had a full set of hair back in the day. Oh, yeah, he had great hair. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. That's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Jerome. Yeah, you'd never think that, huh? Are both his parents Jewish? I have no clue. What do you think? His dad's like secretly black? He could be. Who knows? Maybe. Could be. Who knows? By his father, a sign maker. Was a sign maker? Yeah, he made no signs way. and did, uh, he said closet comedian, whatever the fuck that means. Nuh-uh. I'm a closet comedian. So am I. Actually, uh, you're like actually a closeted comedian. You're closeted other things, too. I was trying to explore our sexuality earlier. Or was that in the first take? You know? Oh, yeah. We've done I don't know if we takes. missed that. I don't even know if that's still in this one. <laughs> Mike tried to come on to me. I tried to make out with you. Um, but I actually did it one time, and I'm going to do it another time. At least. What? Comedy. Uh, <laughs> Fuck a dude. Like, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Mike uh, with Jermaine came back different. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know if his dad's black or something, but yeah. Jerome. His name's Jerome. Jerome yeah. Seinfeld. All right. I want to um, name I wanna name the episode that. All right. Um, People will probably think we're, like, kidding. We're serious. I know. We're dead serious. Um, I was going to say, too, that... uh. I'm going to be streaming soon. Word. For the world to know. Only Fortnite. I'll be Will doing try Fortnite. other shit? I'll be, I'm so down to play other games. I'll do Fortnite, some other games, some reactions. And a lot of it will come from like, I think at least my first time I'll have a good amount of people in there. Yeah. I'm going to be doing Facebook as well. Or are um, you going to do Facebook and Instagram? I don't know about Instagram. Instagram will only let me do the... Uh, reactions no instagram will only i can't like overlay a screen so i can't like make myself small you know what i mean uh, and then like have my gameplay in the background i don't know how i would do that yeah uh youtube easy 
Twitch, easy. Um. So yeah, word. What's your Twitch name? Uh, never sweat Z. Oh yeah, I remember. Word. Yeah, should be on the lookout for that. I don't have anything else. Should we wrap up? Yeah, I'm all set. Uh, right. Other than that, we got that coming. We're going to do a book dump. I don't know what, what we're going to do for the weeks that Mike's not here, but keep a lookout for that. Uh, posting on Always Francisco still, if you have TikTok. Um, sometimes there'll be some stuff on Instagram as well. But, um, yeah, like I said, we're on the up. Yep. 94 on the way to 100. Yep. But follow us on Instagram, too, at DTMS underscore podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Had a few difficulties, but this is what we got. Yep. All right. Peace. Peace.